0: Beautiful, beautiful song. That's We, we sing this song, it's, it's like God touching your heart. Like, how many, how many trials have we gone through in our lives? And every time we go through each one of those trials, how can you not sing of the goodness of God? how can we not persevere and, and and let me tell you one thing we don't persevere because of us we persevere we have come up when we're drowning we have moved forward we have jumped the at obstacles we have gone over the barriers, not because of us, but it's because of the goodness of God. If more people were to realize what I'm saying at this moment, I think we would tend to be more faithful. we would, have to t- we would tend to be more faithful but also more you know more committed to the Lord because of realizing how good he is to us. So welcome to Grace Norwalk this morning. If you are here for the first time with us, uh, we, we just praise God that you are here with us to worship him. And um, we just want to remind you, I want to remind you that we are here to help people to find and to follow Jesus. And why? Why? Why do we do that? Because He's been faithful. Because He's been good to us. All of our lives He's been good to us. So, I want to start this morning, and we're going to be in James chapter 1, verse 12. I want to start this morning by showing you a list of names. And I want you to think, and if you want to to say from, from there, from where you're sitting, if you want to say what you think these people have in common, it's okay. I'll hear that. I'll take that, and I'll and I'll and I'll tell you what I'm looking for. But we have a list of names on on, on this on the, on uh, on our projection right now. We have Michael Jordan, the Beatles, Albert Einstein, Walt Disney. What are all these guys weaving? Have Leo Messi there, the best soccer player ever. Thomas Edison, Doctor Seuss. What do all these people have in common? Hmm? They're famous. How did they get there? There's one more thing. I'm lo- there's something else I'm looking for in this one. How did they? So they, they became famous. They became successful people. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that? Successful people, but what made them get to that point? What made them get famous? What, made them, what took them to that point of success? Endurance. Perseverance. And if these people have done it, like Michael Jordan, he, he was cut off his basketball team in high school, and they told him he was good for nothing. He was not going to be good anymore. And then he's got six MBAs, uh, five times uh, an MVP, four times an MBA All-star. Albert Einstein, they said that he didn't speak until he was four. And his teacher said he'll never do much in life, and he got a Nobel Prize, right? Walt Disney fired from a newspaper, and then he's got, you know, he created Mickey Mouse and 22 Academy Awards. Thomas Edison, his teacher said he was too stupid to learn anything, and he invented the light bulb. So the Beatles were rejected by Decca Records and didn't like the sound. And they said, these guys have no future. And the Beatles were the most successful band of all times. Dr. Seuss was rejected 27 times by a publisher until, until basically he got his uh, first published book. And he became the best-selling children out there. Abraham Lincoln, uh, his fiancee died, failed in business, had a nervous breakdown. Eight times he was defeated in the elections. Eight times. One of the best presidents ever, and the 16th president of the United States. Leo Messi. You know, the Leo Messi, I'm a big fan. I follow Messi more than than the team. Uh, And the reason I follow Messi is because he's an inspiration. He's an inspiration. He was 11 years old when he was cut off from the team and said, this kid will never make it. He had a problem with... He has some deficiency with his hormone growth, uh, and and he wasn't going to grow anymore. As, as a matter of fact, he's my size, by the way. He grew. So I feel tall when they say, Messi. I'm like, I have hopes. Well, I had hopes. Until I, no, until I went riding bikes with Pastor Roy, right? Uh, but Leo Messi... I mean, he's, he's, he's an amazing guy. Three FIFA world player, uh, three times FIFA world player, seven times uh, top score in Spain, seven times. Nobody's done that before. Seven times Ballon d'Or. That is the most, the, 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 the highest, six golden shoes in Europe. Six golden shoes. In other words, the best player in all Europe. And he's from Argentina. He's from the American continent. Top scorer of all times. How many of you remember Pelé? Well, Messi done better. He's done better and more scores than Pelé. But nobody, and these guys, the only thing these guys did is that they endure. They endured the trials that came their way. They're, they persevere. They didn't give up. And if they, if, they didn't, if they did these things for a worldly price, for an earthly price, how much more should we do as believers to obtain an eternal price, the crown of life? If they have done these things just to obtain glory in this world, how much more should we persevere as believers? How much more should we endure when we're going through the trials of life? A lot of times we as believers easily give up when we're having trials, when we're having some problems, when we're having some adversities. But these guys did it for a worldly, for an early price. How much more should we do it? And ask the question, how much more should we as Christians persevere when the prize and the reward is the crown of life? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we continue our study in this amazing book of James, book full of practical wisdom for the Christian life. And all because of uh, the nature of this, uh, of the circumstances of the Christians that he was writing to. Uh, they were experiencing uh, so many trials, and the first practical subject that James has been talking about in the first 11 verses, and today is the 12 verse where he finishes that, it's about trials. So these believers, he was writing to, they were experiencing a lot of trials that we have been uh, studying in the last weeks, and they were being persecuted. They, were, uh, they, they lived and they ran away from where they lived because they were experiencing persecution where they lived and they ran away from there thinking they were, they were running away from the trials. But wherever they were and wherever they went, they were going to keep on experiencing trials. And James makes sure he tells them, it's not where you are, it's who you are. As a believer who you are, you will experience trials in life. It doesn't matter who you were. It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you are, you will experience trials. So quickly, they learned that they cannot run away from trials, that trials are part of life. So inspired by the Holy Spirit, the first thing that James wants to teach these believers that we're running away from the trials, it's about how to handle trials in life because you will find them no matter where you go. And so in verse 12, just just so we can review this really quick, in verse 2 of chapter 1, he tells them the trials are part of life. So when you face trials, not not if if you face trials, but when you face trials, have the right attitude, he tells them in verse 2. Have the right attitude. And, and we went through that, and we talk about the fact that uh, having the right attitude when you're going through trials, when you're going through an adversity, having the right attitude, attitude is a big part on how it's going to result and what is it going to result on. If you have a right attitude, it will result in something productive. But if you have the wrong attitude, you will just feel defeated every time you go through different trials. So, in James verse 2, he says, Consider all pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face different and many kinds of trials. In the same verse 2, he says the trials are part of life. Remember, he doesn't say uh, when, if you go through trials, but whenever you face trials. So that is clear to all of us. That we will face trials. It is part of life. And in verse 2, at the end of verse 2, He says the trials will come in different ways, different colors, different shapes, different forms. Consider all joy when you face many trials, many kinds. And in verse 3, he also told them about trials, to have joy, have the right attitude, because trials have a positive purpose for your life. So when you endure trials, when you go under trials know that something good is coming after the trial because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. In other words, it's going to help you grow. And in verse 4, as you persevere during the trials, you will learn and you will mature. You have to, uh, and, and you know, any of us that are here, if we think about it, if we were to go back in time, We would love to go back in time in our lives, knowing everything we know now, don't we? Would you like to be 20 years old again? I I was asking this question to our Spanish small group on Wednesday. How many of you would like to go back to be 20 years old, but knowing everything we know now? You know how you know how we learn that stuff by going through trials. By going to trials. So many times we we try to help our kids learn some things, right? But some of the things, they are going to have to learn it on their own. As much as we want to avoid pain for our kids, it's almost impossible. They have to experience their own trials. They have to experience their their own pain. They have to experience their own adversity so they can learn how to handle that later on. So when we go through trials, we mature, we learn, we understand that life is not as simple and as easy as we might think it is. But we have to go through trials. And that's what he tells them in verse 4. You will mature. And in verse 5 to 8, he tells them, you know, as you go through trials, you will need wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, you might make the wrong decisions. If you don't have wisdom, you might make the wrong decisions that will lead you to consequences, negative consequences in life. So when you are going to trials, make sure you ask God, he says, for wisdom. Because wisdom is going to help you to make the right decisions when you're going to trials. Remember, when we're going to trials, we can be very emotional. And when we are very emotional, it's not the best time to make a decision. Because a lot of times, if we decide things, or if we say things out of emotion, we might make the wrong decision. We might say the wrong thing. Ask for wisdom to make the best decision during the times of trial. And last, last week, uh, Pastor Roy uh, was talking about verse 9 through 11, where he tells them basically, uh, just because you are running away from Jerusalem doesn't mean, and you are poor, it doesn't mean that only you have trials. And you that are rich, that were establishing the cities where these believers were arriving to. You know, the believers that were arriving from Jerusalem, that were running away from persecution, they were experiencing trials because they were poor. And a lot of times, poor people will say, if I can just have more, my life will be different. No, no, your life is not going to be different. You might have more, but then you'll have different type of trials. But you will have trials either way. And the rich people will say, you know what, I, I, I need to... And he tells the rich people, be humble. Do not depend on your richness. Do not depend on your wealth. Because you might think that because I have all these things, it doesn't matter the problems I have, but rich people, poor people, it doesn't matter who you are, black, white, yellow, no matter who you are, you will go to trials. Different types, he says. So, and in verse 12, when he closes... The reason I show you all those names in the beginning is that it's because we have a lot to learn about perseverance in trials. So when he closes his section in trials, in verse 12, in this verse, this is the verse that we're going to be looking at today, this is where James ends this section, and he's been teaching them about trials by saying, uh, bottom line, Bless is the man that endures temptation for when he is tried. Check check what James is saying here. Blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he is tried. In other words, James is telling them, is when you're going through trials, one of the biggest things you are going to go through is that you are going to be tempted. Tempted to do what? Tempted to quit. Tempted to give up. Tempted to do the wrong thing. Tempted to, do, to cut corners because you don't want to go through trials. Because we don't really enjoy going through trials because it's painful going through trials. So he says, make sure that you endure that temptation of quitting in the middle of your trials. For when he is tried, he should receive the crown of life. Which the Lord had promised to them that loved him. I, I like the way the NASB, the translation of the NASB says. It says, in, in uh, the King James, it says, Bless is the man that endures temptation. And in the NASB, it says, Bless is the man who perseveres under trial, which is the same thing, it's the same idea. But it, it, it gives it to us in a, in, a, in a more clear way of seeing it blessed is the man who perseveres as he's going under the trial for one he has been approved in other words when you are persevering when you keep on going under trials god will approve that god will approve that now it's important to know why do you persevere who is the one who perseveres and we'll be we'll be talking about that in a minute And if we persevere, why do we persevere? Is it because of us? Is it because we're better? Is it because we're cooler? Or why do we persevere? Who perseveres? Does anybody? Can anybody just persevere? No. You persevere when your faith is real. You persevere when your faith is living faith. Because when you have faith in the living God you will persevere because you are trusting in God during the times of trials. So not everybody perseveres in the trials because not everybody has a relationship with God. When you persevere in trials, it is a sign that you are a child of God. And we're going we're to look a little bit more to that. Remember that what has been tested here is your faith. According to our verse here, Who is the person who is blessed? And by the way, that word over there, blessed, is the word makarios in the Greek. And the word makarios in the Greek is the word is happy. So when you read this verse, you read, happy is the person who perseveres in trials. So who is the person who is happy? Who is the person who is blessed? Who is the person who will receive the crown of life? The person who perseveres. And so, uh, this can be confusing to some people and say, so does that mean we have to persevere to be safe? No, we'll get to that at the end. That's not what it's saying. That's not what James is saying. According to our verse here, the one who endures and perseveres is the person who will receive the crown of life. Now, let me give you a couple of definitions really quick since we have uh, endures and perseverance. The definition of endurance endurance is the ability to withstand hardships or adversity especially is the ability to sustain a prolonged stressful effort or activity that's when you endure it's like when you run in a marathon when you run in a marathon, you are enduring. You are enduring. And if you have ever run a marathon, it's, it's many times. I don't know about you, but it happened to me when I was young and I used to run. And when I was young, I remember I was in the middle of that thing and I was like, Dude, why am I doing this? I'm just running and running and running. That doesn't seem too smart. But I, liked, I used to like to run. And, and, but you know what? But I was, as I was running, there were thoughts coming to your mind. There's moments that you're just like, you know what, should I just turn around and quit? Should I just stay over here, sit down until the race is done? But it's the ability to sustain and stressful efforts or activity. In other words, as a believer, you stand, you sustain, you go through stressful times, but you endure. You stay the course. You don't give up. You don't quit. And the same thing with perseverance. Perseverance is a continued effort to do or achieve something despite of difficulties. So, despite of difficulties, failure, or opposition, the action or the condition or an instance of perseverance, you steadfast, you endure, you will persevere because, because who you are? No, because of your faith. As a believer, the only reason you persevere is because of your faith. So James is saying here, happy is the man. Makarios is a man who perseveres. So when you are persevering, it makes you happy. A person that is under the trials doesn't give up, doesn't run away, but develops the ability to sustain prolonged stressful times of trials. A person who continues the race of life despite of difficulties, failure, or opposition in, this, in, in their life, gets back and goes on, moves forward. That person, James says, is happy. Now, why is that person happy? What makes that person happy? Because they persevere. Watch this. No, that person gets happy because the trial is the testing of your faith, And the endurance and the perseverance during the trials shows that the person's faith is real faith, is saving faith, is living faith. Only the people who have real faith, saving faith, living faith, are those who are going to persevere in every trial in their life. You will persevere. You will continue. And I will tell you why in a minute. It's during the trials that you will show what kind of faith you possess. If your faith is not real, if your faith is dead, not living faith, you will give up. You will quit. Have you ever met a person that quit their Christian life? And so many people say, oh, you know what? Oh, they were Christians. No. Let, let Let me tell you something. If somebody was a Christian, if they were real, true Christians, they would always be true Christians. Eventually, it doesn't mean they're not going to fall. It doesn't mean they're not going to have failures. But at any moment, when you're less suspected, they'll get up again and keep on going. Because their faith is real. Sooner or later, they'll get back into the race. And they'll continue running. And they'll continue persevering. And that shows that a person has the type of faith that a person has. That's why a person is happy. They are happy because they continue running despite of all the adversities in life. So James is going to help us understand here about perseverance. And the first thing we're going to look at is the importance of perseverance in a believer's life. What's What's the importance of perseverance in a believer's life? Nothing worthwhile is easy, is it? Have you heard that before? Nothing worthwhile is easy. We would like things to be easy, but if something is worthwhile, if something is valuable, nothing that's worthwhile is easy. No one of achievement has avoided failures. And therefore, the believers, if we want to achieve things for God, if we want to do things for God, sometimes we are going to fail on the road. We are going to fail on the way there. Sometimes catastrophic failures. But they keep at it. They learn from mistakes. They don't quit. The key in life is what we do during those times of pain and trials. What do we do? How do we respond? Pain will change us. A lot of times heartaches, loss, disappointments. But they don't, you know, when you go through trials, they don't ever leave us the same. You come out, either you come out better or you come out better from the trials. When a believer is facing trials, we are not supposed to just go through trials, but grow through trials. If you don't go through trials, there's something wrong there. There's something to consider. The trials are opportunities to grow and to get stronger in our faith if we persevere. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, it says, And let us not grow weary of doing good. Do not get discouraged. Do not stop. Endure. Persevere. Don't grow weary. Persevere. Endure. Keep on doing what's good. For in due season, we will rip if we do not give up. What does that mean? We will receive the result of what we do good if we persevere. If we continue doing good, even though a lot of times people don't appreciate what we do. Even though a lot of times you get home and you don't feel appreciated. Or you go to work and you don't feel the people at work appreciate what you do. But if you continue to do good, if you persevere in doing good, you will receive the result of what you're doing good. So don't grow weary. Don't give up. If you don't give up, you're enduring You're persevering. Trials are the opportunities to develop character if we persevere. It will develop character. Romans chapter 5 verse 4. And endurance produces character. So when you're enduring the trials, you will produce character in your life. And character produces hope. So one thing leads to the other. And you grow to gain new confidence. You go through trials to gain new confidence. You go through trials to prepare you, to increase you, to develop you. But for that you have to persevere. Perseverance is crucial in a believer's life because the life of a believer is like a race. That's what the book of Hebrews says. The life of a believer is like a race. The book of Hebrews in chapter 12 talks about that. As a matter of fact, let me, let me give you a little bit of, on the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews was written to Christians who in the midst of trials were losing heart. Now, let me ask you this. In the midst of trials in your life, have you ever felt discouraged? Have you ever felt discouraged? I have. And a lot of believers... You know, you ask people, you ask a lot of Christians, you yeah, know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. And, and they're probably doing not too good. But we all want to try to pretend we're doing great. And a lot of times it's okay to say, I'm going through some struggles. Would you pray for me? Sometimes it's good to be real. As a matter of fact, that sometimes. All the time it's good to be real. But a lot of times we Christians, we tend to put this mask on. That we pretend to be good. We pretend to be okay. We pretend that we have the perfect life and the perfect home and the perfect kids. And we don't. We are all sinners. And when we go through trials, we are tempted a lot of times to quit. And so the Christians that the writer of Hebrews was writing to, in the midst of trials, they were losing heart. It's okay to feel that way. It's not okay to quit. But it's okay to feel that way because that means you're human. You're human. That's it. What's not okay is to quit. you got to persevere. you got to continue even though you don't feel like it. It's like when, when <laughs> sometimes I put this goal in my mind and I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow is the first. And watch, I did this, this for this month. Tomorrow is the first one. I'm going to start walking three miles every day. And then in the middle of it, it's like, oh, I don't have time anymore. You lose heart. And you're like, oh, man, I'm so busy. And, and then you tend to quit. You tend to lose heart when other stuff comes up. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. And I don't have time anymore. And, and I did put this goal in my head. but So the book... Uh, uh, The book of Hebrews is a book written to Christians who were discouraged because they didn't know if it was worth it to keep on going. They didn't know if it was worth it to keep on going. They struggled. The, The struggle was too great. The difficulty was painful. The trials were hard. And so the question was, is it worth keeping going? Is it worth keeping going? And many wanted just to quit. And they wanted to go back to their old ways. They were tempted to abandon the faith. So the author of Hebrews writes the book to challenge them not to lose heart, but to persevere, to keep on going, to encourage them as he writes in verse, uh, chapter, chapter 12 in verse 1 and 3. And he tells them, therefore, he's been talking about all the heroes of the faith in, ver- in chapter 11. And because of all the heroes of the faith, they were not perfect people. They, have a lot of, they had a lot of failures. But one of the things that make them heroes of the faith is that in the midst of failure and trials and adversities and all the mistakes that they make, they didn't stay down. They got up, they cleared the dust, and continued, and continue and continue. And they fell again, and they continued, and they fell again, and they got up again. So it's not about you not falling. It's about you getting up again and continue. You persevere. But why do you persevere? Because you have real faith. Your trust is in God, not in yourself. And it's God who gives you the strength. It's the Holy Spirit that gives you the strength to get up and to continue. And so He's telling them, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses... Let us also lay aside every way in sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let us run. How does it say? Let us run. What? I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask again. Let us run how? With endurance. The race that is set before us. So there's a race. Set before you life is a race the christian life is a race you don't quit in the middle of it when trials come your way you trust in god that he'll get you through it and when you have that trust in god it's a sign that you are a child of god that's why you will persevere And you run your race, the race that is set before you, because you are trusting in God. So, the writer of Hebrews tells them, don't give up. Don't give up. As a matter of fact, he says, get rid of all the stuff that is not helping. Is there stuff in your life that's not helping your race? I'm sure there is. Sometimes there's people in our lives that shouldn't be. Sometimes there are things in our lives that shouldn't be. Sometimes we add things in our lives that we shouldn't add. That a lot of times is just weight on us when we're running the race. Oh, we add people that we shouldn't hang out around with. That instead of helping our run, helping our race, helping our walk with the Lord, they're there to hindrance your walk with the Lord. And He says, run with endurance. Don't give up, he tells the, his, his readers. Look into Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith. So perseverance is important because you have a race to run before you. And in that race, you are going to encounter trials. You are going, you are going to encounter obstacles, adversities. But despite of, the, of that, you will run with endurance because your motivator is Jesus. The founder and the perfecter of your faith. So you are the maker of your faith. Is Jesus. The founder and the perfector of your faith. So when you're running the race, when you're going through different trials, is Jesus who's ahead of you saying, Keep on going. Keep on going. And when you're when you're feeling like giving up, keep on going. I already went through that and I went through words. And I went through words for you. So keep on going. God calls the believer to endure, to persevere, not to give up when you are going through trials, but to persevere. So, a second thing that I want us to see here is that the person who perseveres in trials. Who is the person who perseveres in trials? Blessed is the man who perseveres under trials. Blessed is that person. Who is the person who perseveres under trials? Is the person who under the trials, his confidence, his trust is in God. That's why we persevere. The reason that after many years of being a believer, you're still walking with the Lord is because you have persevered. It's not because you have not had trials. You have gone through a lot of trials. You have been under trials. But the reason you're still here and some other people are not here. Some other people did not persevere is because they did not have a real relationship with God If not, all you got to do is look at the parable of the sower There are people who, does not, who do not or have not have a real relationship with God Who pretend to be believers But when the trial comes their way They run away And that's what scripture teaches A true believer is a person who is approved by passing the test of their faith and they continue with confidence and trust in God. That's why they persevere. You don't persevere because of who you are. You persevere because of what God is in you. That's why you persevere. That's why I persevere. The reason a person endures, resists the trials. The reason you hang in there and you are able to put up with so much is because of your faith in God. True faith, living faith, will keep you dependent on God as you're going through different trials in life. Have you ever, like I asked before, have you ever seen people run away during the trials? I've seen in my 26 years of pastoral ministry, I've seen people run away in the times of trials. When everything, is, it's, it's, when everything is great and dandy, everything is cool, everything is easy, and all you're receiving is blessing after blessing, everybody's there. But when you're going through the trials, I've seen so many people quit and give up. Quit and give up. And then you, 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 you try to figure it out, but these people seem to have real faith in God. But when you look at Scripture, you see that some people will give up because their relationship with God is not as strong. It's not real. Their faith is not living faith, but dead. A trial will discourage them. They don't persevere because they like living faith. Living faith will take you forward, will give you the strength to persevere, in the midst of adversities, perseverance uh, doesn't mean. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that uh, that I repeat this one more time. Perseverance doesn't mean you never fail. Have you ever failed, as, uh, even being a believer? Have you ever failed? Have you ever made mistakes? Perseverance doesn't mean you don't fail. Perseverance doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean you never make a mistake. So during trials, there will be moments of discouragement in your life. You may fall. You may make mistakes. You will probably make bad decisions because we have all done it. But despite of that, you will continue. You will get up and continue to persevere. In other words, you will get up from the fall and continue. You won't give up despite of your imperfections. You will ask God for forgiveness and move on and move forward. The devil wants you to stay back. The devil wants you to throw a pity party and say, you know what, poor me and feel guilty and feel and feel like God has not forgiven you. No, God will forgive you. And a true believer will get up and continue and will persevere. Only a true believer has the faith to keep on going. How do you know that somebody's faith is fake. Dead. When during the trials they give up and they don't want to come back. They say, ah, you know what? I didn't think it was too hard. They stopped a lot of people stopped going to church completely. It's not that they just move churches, but some people they just don't even want to go to church anymore. And they 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 say, you know what, I thought it was easier than that. They stopped going to church. That's not what I thought church was going to be like. Easy Christianity. Because they sell easy Christianity everywhere nowadays. You know what? Come to Jesus and everything will be great. Come to Jesus and you will have no more problems. Problem-free life. Who doesn't want that? that's not what the call for ministry is that's not what the call to christianity to real christianity is they stop a lot of times people who will stop reading their bible they will stop praying you know i don't understand how sometimes i hear people saying i'm mad at god you're what i'm mad at god because things didn't go my way or things didn't go the way i thought what do you mean you're mad at god who do you think you are I mean you gotta have guts to say I'm not a God. What kind of I mean, what kind of mentality do you have? He's the God of the universe. Do you know who you're talking about? How are you? How dare you say you are mad at God? You are just his creation. He gave you life. He can take it away from you anytime he feels like it. So you better not be mad at God because it's not God's fault that a lot of times we go through the things we go through. A lot of times it's because we make the wrong decision. Or a lot of times it's because other people before us make the wrong decision. And that's why we experience consequences. But don't be mad at God. He is God. And only when you have faith and trust in God during your trials is when you're going to persevere. You're going to continue. Don't stop going to church. If you don't like one church, then just go to another church, but find a church that's biblical base. But don't do, don't do, don't do, don't, don't do what other people do. Now, some people, they just go and they look at their bulletins, right? And they look at their bulletins like a, like a restaurant menu, right? If they offer these things in this church, I'll stay in this church. But if not, I can always go to the church in the other corner. You know, I, I see that more than anything with us here in America where we have church to please people. And they don't persevere. Why? Because if they don't like what we do here, then they just go to the other corner. And if they don't like what they do in the other corner, then the next day they just go to another corner. I mean, we have a church here. We have another church up the street. We have another church down Imperial Highway uh, Imperial uh, Highway or Boulevard. Um, we have another church this way. We have like three churches this way. I was walking the other day and I'm like... I, wonder, I mean, who, whose menu is better? But when you are going through trials, when, when you are going through difficult times, it's not time to quit. Not if you are a true believer. It's not time to quit. You know who quits? L- let me give it to you straight. The ones who quit are those people who don't even belong with us. You might be like, Pastor, that's mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be honest. Watch what, watch what verse uh, John, First John. Let's put First John chapter two, verse eleven. First John chapter two, verse eleven. It says, "Are we there?" Well, let me read it to you. First John chapter two, uh, verse verse nineteen. It says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. Now, who are the people that leave us? And they just don't even go to another church, or they don't even continue their walk with the Lord. It says, But they went out, That he may become plain that they are they are that that they all are not of us. So a lot of times people leave the faith because they don't belong to the faith. Because their faith is not real faith. And that's why a lot of times they don't endure. So the person who perseveres under trials is the person who Who under the trials, his confidence and trust is in God. That's the only reason you persevere under trials. Because your confidence, because your faith is in God. A true believer, a person who is approved by passing the test of faith. And last, the result of your perseverance. Blesses is a man who perseveres under trial, and here's the result, for once he has been approved. So when you persevere, God approves you. He will receive the crown of life. When you are approved, you will receive the crown of life. In other words, eternal life. Which the Lord has promised to those who love Him. You will be approved by God. God approves perseverance real faith, living faith, you will receive the crown of life. That is the result. God's approval gives evidence of eternal life. God's approval gives evidence of eternal life. In other words, salvation. Now, here is what I, where I want to explain this a little bit, you know, hope, hope a little more clear. Perseverance does not result in salvation and eternal life. Is that understood? I'm not saying if you persevere, you will obtain salvation. That's not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is, perseverance is the result and the evidence of your salvation. So, in other words, you are saved. And because you are saved, because you have real faith in God, you persevere as a result of your salvation. So your perseverance doesn't lead you to salvation, but your salvation will lead you and will encourage you to be a person who perseveres under the trials. In other words, your perseverance is the fruit of the result of your salvation. Your perseverance will show the type of faith and your love for God. And that's why James says, Blessed. Or happy is the man who perseveres under trial for once he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him in other words if you are a true believer you will persevere you might get discouraged you might fall but you will get up again and persevere you will not give up You will not be blaming God for anything. And we'll talk more about that next week. Because next week, now James changes the subject from trials to temptations. And remember what we said in one of our first, the second message in this series? We talk about the fact that trials are different than temptations. And trials and temptations and consequence are three different things. And we are going to talk next week about Okay, so if this, is, this is about trials. So now we're going to talk about temptation. What is the difference and how does it happen? How does it happen? How do we handle temptations in our lives? So how are you going to respond in your life when you're under trials from now on? As a Christian, if you are a true believer, if you are a Christian, you're supposed to respond by persevering. Despite of the adversities, despite of all the stuff that goes on in life, you are supposed to keep on continue to go, 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 move forward, persevere, endure, stay on course. Now, those who quit, those who give up in their faith, is simple, it's just a sign of not having a relationship with Your perseverance will depend on your relationship with God. So how have you handled that in your life? Can you examine your faith right now? And really think about, you know what, I have gone through some stuff. I give up before, but I continue. I get up again, I got up, and I I continue running the race. How have you handled that before? How will you handle that from now on? As a believer, God is calling you to persevere. Endure. Don't quit. Don't give up. God wants you to stay the course so that you're gonna be, so you will be happy. Happy, why? Because your faith is going to keep you persevering. Happy, why? Because you will receive the crown of life someday. Someday when we go to be with the Lord He will give you that that, that that crown of life That reward That is eternal life To those Who love the Lord Do you love the Lord Then continue Persevere When you get discouraged Remember I have to persevere When the trials get tough Remember I have to persevere. I am a believer. I am a child of God. I have to persevere. Why? Because my trust is not in me. My trust is in the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning for your word, Lord. We are so thankful for the book of James. And every single thing that is teaching us about trials. Lord, we pray that we will be able to apply these truths in our lives. That we will be able, that we will continue to grow. And as next week we look at the next subject about temptations, we pray, Lord, that you will help us understand the differences, the importance of having that strong faith. That could only come as we persevere during the trials. That we will endure. That we will develop character. That we will develop a stronger relationship with you. That if we are believers, if we are true believers, we will endure. We will persevere. We will go through all the the, the obstacles and we will get to the other side because of the faith that we have in you. Father, help us to understand and to apply these things in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.